Now, the top of the hour on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn presents the Green News Report. The impact of rising seas is already creating new sources of instability and conflict. Sea level rise set to displace nearly a billion people in coming decades, UN warns. Ice coverage of the Great Lakes hits record low. Plus, Biden EPA restores limits on toxic mercury pollution rolled back by Trump. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Ohio officials are trying to get folks to come back home, reassuring residents that the air in East Palestine remains safe to breathe. Yes, pay no attention to your lying lungs. The tingling means the air is working. (laughs) This is your 14th anniversary Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen. Happy 14th anniversary of the Green News Report. Thank you to you, too. Now beginning our 15th year of connecting the climate crisis dots in a way that really... No one else in the nation over our public airwaves has done consistently for 14 years now. By the way, 100% listener supported. Congratulations to you, Desiree. Thank you, and to you as well. Thank you. Now, on to the news. Okay. A series of new studies warn of the long-term destabilizing impacts of rising sea levels. Data compiled by the World Meteorological Organization shows global sea levels have risen faster on average since the year 1900 than in any century in the past 3,000 years. A new study warns previous projections of sea level rise underestimate the risk, finding that twice as much land in developing nations will be inundated by rising seas than previously predicted. Not good, although scientists have been underestimating all of these problems for, oh, I don't know, at least 14 years. United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres told the UN Security Council late last week that the rate of sea level rise itself is accelerating and warned of widespread impacts, including saltwater intrusion contaminating drinking water supplies. Guterres called rising sees a threat multiplier that will disrupt and destabilize global society. He said unless there is an organized international effort to get ahead of the problem, one in ten people could be driven from their homes in coming decades. The consequences of all of these are unthinkable. Low-lying communities and the entire countries could disappear forever, and we would see ever fiercer competition for fresh water, land, and other resources. A different study in Nature Communications warns that in a moderate emission scenario, sea levels will continue rising through at least 2150 and likely thereafter due to the delayed response of the massive Greenland and Antarctic ice sheets. At the current rate, global average sea levels are likely to rise by 3 to 5 feet by 2100. Mm. The researchers conclude that because of humanity's delay in cutting fossil fuel use, even if governments achieve their promised emissions cuts under the U.N. Paris Agreement, quote, it would be insufficient to slow down the rate of global sea level rise. An average of three to five feet by the end of the century. Yep. 
In other news, widespread devastation in Brazil's Sao Paulo, which was hit with record rainfall of nearly 24 inches in a single day, which triggered deadly flooding and landslides that have destroyed at least 50 homes and killed at least 36 people. You would think after 14 years I would no longer be surprised by these kind of stories. Amazing. Several cities in the region have canceled their carnival festival, a major source of tourism revenue. I guess they have. In the Great Lakes, a new study confirmed that ice extent on all of the Great Lakes has hit a record low, even though we are now supposed to be at the peak of ice season. The historical average for mid-February is at least 40% ice coverage on the lakes, but currently it's only 6%. Mm. According to NOAA data, ice on the Great Lakes altogether has declined 71% since the 1970s. Meanwhile, taxpayers are funding the fossil fuel industry's destruction. Bloomberg News reports that even as the world's governments are taking action to cut fossil fuel use in the future, governments last year gave a record $1 trillion in taxpayer subsidies to the fossil fuel industry, the main driver of climate change. Combined government subsidies for oil, natural gas, electricity and coal hit an all-time high in 2022, even as soaring energy prices contributed to crippling inflation. And even as the fossil fuel companies enjoyed record profits last year. Finally, some good news for things that breathe. The Biden EPA has reinstated Obama-era regulations limiting toxic mercury pollution from coal-fired power plants that had been stripped away by the Trump administration. Mercury pollution from power plants is a potent neurotoxin that damages brain development in babies and children and causes heart disease in adults. Well, there you go. After 14 years, one positive story. (laughs) I'll take it. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your 14th anniversary Green News Report. Please help progressive voices support the Green News Report by stopping by bradblog.com slash donate.